0: The following story has been brought to you by storiestoinspire.org. This next story is going to blow your socks off. This is such an amazing story. Reb Eliel Lapian was known as someone who was very midakdek with his words. And he was very careful with the words that came out of his mouth. And the story goes is that one time he was on a train going from Krak Hasidim up north going down to Jerusalem. As they were on the train and they were traveling, in the olden days what they used to have was because unfortunately there were security incidences, they would have police officers standing in between each booth, or sometimes in the actual cars themselves. And in the back of each booth was a restroom. And the story goes is as the train is traveling, Riveli Alapian turned to his talent and says, Excuse me, do you mind? I just need to go to the restroom. He goes to the bathroom and while he's doing his thing, he comes out and he turns to one of the police officers there and says, I have a custom. That I make brachot after I come from the bathroom. I want you to answer this bracha. It says Rav, why? It says, because this is a bracha that you should never take for granted that Hashem gives you a healthy body and it performs, quote unquote, normal functions for you to be able to continue to live life at its fullest. Oh wow, Kodesh I never thought of it that way. This is great. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to say the bracha. I want you to answer Amen and say to yourself, "Thank you, Hashem. I have a healthy body." Every single moment. You could imagine this person was very moved by that. He turns to his friends and says, Hey, this other police officer says, Hey, come here, the rabbi's making a blessing. Let's answer, Amen. They say, okay, fine. They come next to Reveli Lapian. Elli Lapian, he starts swaying back and forth and makes the bracha asher Yatzar with kavana atzuma. And somebody said that they were there. He felt it was like Yom Kippur davening. It was literally so uplifting. He felt so, so uplifted by hearing Raveli Lapian making this bracha. And finally, when he said the bracha, everyone said, Amen with a bracha like that. They said it so loudly, it seems like they were in the front. I'm not exactly sure. But the conductor who heard that got startled when he heard that loud, Amen like that. He thought someone was yelling because there were so many people saying Amen. He quickly slammed on the brakes of the train. And everyone was wondering, like, what happened? Everyone like, lurched forward. And as they lurched forward, they're wondering, what happened? And the conductor would look back and said, what happened? What happened? They said, we just answered amen to the Rabbi's bracha. Like, what? And everyone got a good laugh. And then suddenly the conductor turned white. said, look, look. They looked literally a foot in front of the train. It was an improvised bomb that our dear cousins placed on the train tracks. And it was about to go off when the train would go over. It would explode the train. The train would go off the rails. And who knows how many people would have been hurt. All because he was makpid to say a bracha loud. And he said the words, Hashem, rofei cho basar, you heal all flesh, and you do amazing things with your work. And that literally was what happened. They got saved from the bracha. What Revele Lapian said, Hashem, your work is amazing. You literally saved my body. Kip shuto. When a person is careful about the words that come out of their mouth, Hashem makes sure that it actually is fulfilled. Rabbi Yitzhak Isaac HaLevi Herzog, the Rav Rashi of the Ashkenazim of Medina Israel, who was known to be a tremendous Tamil Chacham, as well as he had such beautiful Midot. So I have to share this story with you. There's a few stories. It's unbelievable. In page 81 of the book, The Rabbinate in the Stormy Days, Rev Herzog was very makbit about the words that he used to make sure that it was always truthful. And because he was a very truthful person, he his word was accepted by many people because they knew if he said something, it was obviously the truth. He wouldn't change or backtrack or, that's not what I meant, or did I say that? I, you, you didn't understand it, or I never said such a thing. If he said it, he said it. He stood by his words. And one of the things that he had was his mitata emet. So listen to this story. In the 1940s, he was going on a trip of chizuk with his wife, his Nip, and they were in Cape Town, South Africa. So while they were in Cape Town, South Africa, they heard that Rommel and his forces were getting closer and closer towards Eretz Israel, and it was in a Matsavasakana. It was a very dangerous time. So people told him, listen, Kororav, you're in South Africa, literally at the bottom of the world. Just stay there. Wait until the war tides over and then afterwards go back. Then you'll be safe. He says, a leader never abandons his flock. The captain has to go back to the ship and I'm going on the next ship out. He found that the name of the ship, you could look this up, the name of the ship that was disembarking immediately was called the Robin Moor. The Robin Moore was planning on disembarking from Cape Town and eventually going up on the western side of Africa, eventually going all the way to Eritreel, okay? People said, Kororav, you're putting yourself in a great, precarious situation. You can't do that. He said, no, I have to go. He gets to the port. Listen to this. He gets to the port. Him and his wife get there with all their suitcases, ready to get on the boat, when suddenly one of the port officials says, Excuse me, are you Rabbi and Mrs. Herzog? Yes, I am. Are you the chief rabbi of the state of Palestine at that time? Yes, I am. He says, what time did you plan on coming to the boat? He said, well, I'm planning on going right now. Can I please get on the boat? No, you cannot. Why not? What time did you get here? I, uh, can I ask her why you're asking me that? He says, yes, we have a rule, which is that anyone who's here three hours before the boat leaves, We could assume that they're not a security threat. And You just arrived right now. You're not getting on. I'm sorry. You just said you got here right now. Now, most people will be, no, 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 I I got here right now, but I was, I was there. I was around the port. I don't know what you're talking about, but right, right, guys, I was here, right? You know, I'm the chief rabbi. None of that worked. He couldn't get on. They would not let him get on. The boat is right there. Can I please get on the boat? No, you can't. You weren't here for the required time. You yourself said you were. Designated time. You said that. Is that not true? Yes, it's true. I was only here just th- now. I just arrived right now. Now, most people have been like, okay, listen, Rabbi, you weren't here right now. Just tell him that you were there a little bit, you know, and just get on the boat. You need to get on the boat. You yourself said that. And you have to realize he looked so foolish because he was telling everyone a captain never abandons his flock, never abandons his ship. And he was always there for a leader is with his flock. And now he's staying put. Like, what happened? Like, it's quite embarrassing because you basically, he didn't want to lie. He didn't want to say, no, he's right. I was only here right now. Somebody said, you know what? Send a telegram to one of your high-ranking important, ring, high ranking officials to let the person know that you're the chief rabbi. It's not like you're a stomp person. You're not just a regular person. You're the chief rabbi of the state of this state, of the Jewish state. You got to go back and give comfort and solace to the people who need you. You need to get on this boat. So he sent an immersion telegram. They sent the telegram back to the person. The person looks at the telegram and says, I don't need to listen to that. You're not getting on this boat. And he was denied. The boat disembarked from Cape Town, and he had to rebook a new trip a few weeks later. And they heard while they were waiting, a week and a half into the journey of the Robin Moore, it sunk off the coast of Africa, and there were no survivors. Literally saved his life. And the crazy thing about this story is, a decade later, in 1951, once again, he was traveling to Cape Town. From Medina Israel, From Eretz Israel, And he was about to get on a plane. My similar thing. He arrived. Who are you? Rev Herzog. Okay, I'd like to get on the plane. Did you just arrive right now? Yes, I did. You know, you didn't get at the preliminary time that you had to go for security. I understand that, but I'm chief rabbi. It doesn't make a difference. I don't care if you're the president. It makes no difference to me. Prime Minister. You're not getting on. You weren't here for the preliminary time. And people were like, whoa, 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 whoa. Who, who do you think you are? And Rev Herzog said, it's, I can't say that. Uh, Check it. I can't lie. I just got here. You're right. He didn't get on the plane. And that plane went down. It was crazy. Saved his life twice because he was so careful about his words. I'm only going to say the truth. When a person is careful with their words, Hashem is careful with them as well. Enjoyed this story? Come again. Bring a friend. Stories to inspire.org.